good oh yeah all right so we are here episode number 15 damn yeah it's coming up fast man we had a a (laughs) little bit of a break it seems like because episode 14 was a few weeks ago um we are gonna pick it back up uh we had a huge huge uh guest come in yeah and it's been super super busy my birthday your birthday crazy busy obviously most of you guys know dana whites came in to thailand long time coming i've been trying to get him here for a long time he finally came in um checked out the gym it was cool man what'd you think what'd you think about meeting well you you met dana before but what'd you think about hanging out with dana so much before and almost got beat up and then when you know obviously uh we did the podcast with him but first face to face and uh I know, I know this sounds stupid, and all y'all may think I'm an idiot, but he knew my name whenever I first met him. He's like, hey, Mark. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know too many. I think he was thinking Mark with a K, though. I don't care. Don't care how he spelled it. I, th- I think that's who he was thinking. It sounded like a hard K. Yeah. But he's like, I'm Dana. No shit. You know? you know what's weird about Dana? Not weird, but he always introduces himself, and he never needs to. Yeah, no, I agree. I've never been anywhere with Dana where he needs to introduce himself. And every single person he says hi to, very respectfully, he says, hi, I'm Dana. And Well, also for him, like obviously when he came to the gym, I mean, hordes of people came to see him. He signed everybody's autograph, pictures with everybody. Everyone. Generally nice guy. Him and his whole family, just great. Even his security team. Just all, actually we got along pretty well with them. Really nice guys. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see them soon, I hope. But um, yeah, he's just... The whole family, him especially, just unbelievably nice. Yeah. It was cool, you know, because I've known Dana for a long time, and we've done a lot of PR together. Um, but this is the first time I've had so much time with him, where it was like us and him and no one yanking him away to go do this or go do that or check this. or I mean, Dude, I got along great, man. I was, but I'm just saying when you're – jealous. So he's taking my buddy from me. You know? <laughs> when, you're, when you're in the UFC – and, and he's at the UFC. He's busy, man. He's yeah. swamped. After the UFC, he's he's, you know, either he's still busy. He's going to either this place or that place, or or he's tired, or he's getting on a plane to go to another location. Well, you to know, do. Even when we were in the the van with him, I mean, he was making calls and deals, which obviously we're not going to talk about. But yeah, it's pretty cool to you know. He doesn't stop working. It doesn't seem like yeah, it's like us. I'm sure when he was on the boat with the family and everything, he was doing his own thing, and and we gave him, his, you know, he had his nice time out there and. I'm sure he had an amazing time. He had a nice boat, and uh, it's the most beautiful ocean ever. I mean, yeah. the islands around here. Do you here. know the ocean's name? Amdaman. Is that how you say it? I think so. Andaman. Adaman? Amdaman. Amdaman? I don't know. Well, when I'm with you, it's Andaman. <laughs> I'm with you, Andaman. Because I'm in demand. <laughs> Maybe so. But, uh, but not into men. I don't know about that anymore, but it's, it's really beautiful outside of Phuket and he went in the right direction. And, uh, so I'm sure he saw a lot of beautiful things. And so yeah, it was, what it was he had a really good time. Yeah. You know, we, uh, hung out the family a little bit. What do you want to say? I want to, I want to, well, for those of you who haven't seen the tub Tim video, uh, I filmed a tub Tim docu docu cast, I guess you'd call it like, without me too. Thanks. Yeah, a little docu-cast. And so what happened was uh, Dana's security team came in the night before. I've been talking with them. Super cool guys, as we've already said. Really awesome. And uh, he had a security detail that flew in before he did. And I met with them the night before he came in. And we went. And the number one priority that Dana wanted to do first was to go see Tub Tim. Now, Tub Tim was a little girl that he saved back in 2010. So what happened was... Her father, Radichai, was a Muay Thai trainer, champion, you know, in his time. And he was a Muay Thai trainer. And he was was a trainer at one of the local gyms. And his daughter had a, she was born with a very serious liver condition. And she needed a liver transplant, I believe. Some kind of operation, I think it was a liver transplant. um, And they didn't have enough money to pay for it. Now, nobody does. A crazy thing to think about. Um, is in Thailand, it was a $50,000 operation, give or take. U.S. dollar. U.S. dollars, yeah. yeah. Give or take, but in Thailand, that's a death sentence. Like in America, $50,000 to save your life. You're like, oh, thank God. I was going to come up with $50,000. You know what I mean? I'll get my friends, my family. You know, I'll I'll take a loan out. I'll, you know, do something. You'll get the money. No one's going to die for $50,000. But in Thailand... $50,000 $50,000 is a death sentence because they don't have that kind of money. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people Half don't have. that is. 
Yeah. yeah. They don't have that kind of money. So he was trying to get the money and nobody was, well, I, I guess the people who had the money weren't pitching in the money. And then the people who were rallying for him were people that were guests of the gym, you know, and that didn't have a lot of money. So they were trying to raise money and trying to do what they could to, to get this operation done to save this little girl's life because time was really running out. I think they were down to two weeks or something. Right. It was crazy. And somebody emailed, or not emailed, but somebody, I guess, posted a message to Dana and it was very stern, caught his attention. And he was like, I think I remember, if, if I remember the story correctly, uh, it caught his UG attention. It, yeah, it caught his attention because the way they talked was kind of how he would talk. It was like, you need to pay for this operation. You know, you have the money do the right thing. And he was like, okay, that's kind of how I would talk, you know? Um, I don't know the full, the full story, but either way, I know he was thinking to himself, uh, I have the money. I can save this girl's life. I want to do it. And he sent the money immediately, saved her life. Um, she's still alive as if you watch the video that we just posted two videos ago. Yeah, she's right here. Um, I brought her in the studio and, and we talked about the whole situation and, uh, we, we showed the meeting of Dana and Tupton for the first time ever, eight years later. So since he saved her life, he I'm his contact in Thailand, so he's been asking me how she's doing and if she's all right and, you know, is she doing good? And, and so I would check in with Rada Chai and, and her gym and I'd, I'd, let her, I'd let Dana know that she's doing fine and everything's fine, but he's always wanted to meet her and, and actually, you know, so when Dana was flying in, that was a high priority to, to see her first. So first place y'all went. First place. So me and the security guys, they flew in and we went straight to his gym, Radishai gym. Uh, he has a very small gym, but it's very nice. It's kind of like that traditional Thai style, you know, all Muay Thai. Um, and we went to his gym. We let him know that uh, Dana White's going to be here the next day and to meet him and to meet Tup Tim. And they lost it. They were just, I mean, there's posters of Dana in the yeah. gym. They were just, I mean, this is the guy that saved their daughter's life. So they were just so, and they, he had moved on and opened up his own gym. I don't know if I forgot to say that. Um, and so they were just so excited. So I already got that feeling like, oh man, tomorrow's going to be a good day, you know? Yeah. And we set everything up. We scheduled everything. And, uh, and Dana flew in the next morning. We picked him up from the airport, took him to his boat. He was staying on a boat. And literally, he checked into his boat, put his stuff down, and the very first place we went was Radishai Gym, and he met Tup Tim, and we filmed the entire Good thing. I, I wanted to film it, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, Dana didn't make a big deal out of this. So he saved this girl's life eight years ago. And if you look at the press right now, it looks like he just did it. Yeah. Some, of, some of the press is making it out like he just did it. And I filmed it, so they're like, oh, it's a publicity stunt and all that. It's like, first of all, fuck you guys, because it doesn't matter if it's a publicity stunt or not. He saved somebody's life. You know what I mean? Well, I saw their comments too. It's like, oh, that's like $7 to him. It doesn't Regardless, matter. It doesn't shit. matter. Yeah. Second of all, this was 10 years ago. He didn't sell the UFC yet. Or, you know, it's the, like people don't even think. It's like he saved yet. somebody's life. Even if it was a publicity stunt, who, who cares? cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit? He saved somebody's life, but it wasn't. I mean, he saved this girl's life 10 years or eight years ago in 2010, completely under the radar because now everybody's finding out, right? Just because he met her. Um, and so I wanted to film it and I wanted to capture the moment, make sure it was okay with him and, and his, his team and everything. They're like, fine, do what you want, you know? And so we had our film crew there and we filmed literally everything from the second we pulled up till the meeting. Uh, he toured the gym. Uh, we, you know, we watched her do pad work. We interviewed her a little bit. She's super happy. And Cute man, little girl. I'll nice. be honest with you, it was a touching moment, man. The family too, when we saw him at the fights too. Yeah, so so then we, we I had already uh, planned to take Dana to the Muay Thai fights, Bang La Stadium, and we didn't have anyone fighting. Coincidentally, when we went to Radichai Gym, they had two fighters fighting. So it was kind of cool to know they were going to be there, though we were going to invite them anyway. And Dana's request was to sit with Tup Tim. So we rented the front row of the, uh, or we, we bought the front row of the, uh, the stadium, and he sat with Tup Tim the entire fight. Again, just like he did here, signed all the autographs, took pictures well after the stadium closed down, remember? I will we say this, forever. and I, I, I swear, whether you believe it or not, we were the last people to walk out of the stadium. Yeah. They had already folded the chairs and the lights were off. He literally shook every single person's hand that wanted to shake his pictures. hand and took a photo yeah. with everyone. Literally everyone. Yeah, it's good, good feel-good stories like that. Because yeah. there's so much bad shit that happens. You know, it's, it's like, well, you know what? I don't think, can we tell a... Do you remember Jackson and when in Austin, Texas? Yeah, you can. Yeah, that was a good story. That uh, don't get me wrong, it's cool. You know, we stayed in touch for a long time. Yeah. They beat everything. Yeah, yeah. we uh, 
you know, like, don't get me wrong, like, hanging out with you, it's cool doing the, you know, all the free UFC stuff and hanging out and meeting all the fighters and stuff. And that's that's always neat and fun and all that. And besides prom, I've never been in a limo without you. <laughs> you didn't go to prom with my group, did you? No, I, I didn't. Remember. Anyway. I was with a cool group. <laughs> yeah, I was by myself. That's yeah. in a taxi. Driving. But go ahead. Yeah, my mom dropped me off. It was mm-hmm. very sweet of her. Um, now, so we're in Austin, Texas doing a, uh, obviously, at the time you were living in California, I was living in Houston. So you're like, hey, come meet me up here. We're doing, so there was some kind of fight somebody uh, had you come to. And uh, we're in we're in a hotel downtown uh, Austin. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know how, uh, this guy named Jackson, he's an eight-year-old little boy. It was on, uh, it was on, I want to say it was MySpace. Yeah. He, he, but it could, it could have been Facebook. But, but I think it was MySpace or something. They messaged me and they said, I see, because I had posted something a picture like that, or something. Yeah. I see you're in Austin. How long are you in Austin for? Um, it was his mother. Yeah. And he's like, my son has cancer and he's been battling it. He wants to meet you. He's a big fan. And and we kind of arranged it from there. Yeah. When that when that family showed up. You were up, there for that. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, like I said, man, I hope I don't, again, tear up again. I almost <laughs> cried during the uh, Cody one. But um, <clears throat> no, whenever um, that family showed up and he had that picture of you. Yeah. You know, y'all two like hanging out at a park or something like that. And, you know, he's eight years old and he just comes running to you and he's so happy. And like the family's crying. So I start crying. Yeah. I don't, I'm pretty sure you were crying. Sorry to admit, but, <laughs> but taking pictures, you know, I was, you know, taking pictures for you and for the family and stuff. And that, that was like, that was like, you know, I mean, it's neat being your friend and all that, but that was pretty cool. That was probably the best to this day too. But so. that shows you like how powerful, if that moment was powerful to you, mm-hmm. imagine that moment that Dana had. Oh, I know. Exactly. Because like, I didn't save his life. You know, yeah. I just met him, hung out with you him. You just made his day. And stayed made- in touch with him for, you know, we still, you know. Yeah. Jackson, you put him he as still your profile me messages. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he still sends me messages. So if they're watching, let's hear, let's hear from Jackson. I haven't heard yeah, from definitely. him in a good, what, four years? Yeah. I think it's because this was, God. I'll was, get a message here and there. Everything's okay. And this was like 2007, eight, mm. it seems like. It's a long time ago, man. Was Facebook wasn't even around then. It was a long time ago. We actually had to like Facebook write letters around, to each other. We couldn't <laughs> just send stuff, you know. <laughs> Postal. Smoke no, but, signals. Uh, anyway, so that, that shows you, though, like... I mean that that was a great experience and a great moment, but I just met him and we had fun and and I supported him and 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 kind of inspired him. But you know, for someone to save someone's life, yeah, and then we're hanging out with that person, and then going back to that Muay Thai fight at the very end of the Muay Thai fight, and everybody was literally leaving. It was only us and Tub Tim and her family and a few of the people that were around. And Dana said that he was going to take her to the fights. So he said, Look he goes, I'm going to take all you guys to Vegas. You're going to come to Vegas with me. I'm going to show you everything. And, and I believe he said go to a fighter or see the the training center or something like that. And the dad almost lost it again. Well, he did lose it, I'll be honest. But yeah. that was a cool moment, I man. did too, I think. Uh, yeah, that I, was a cool I guess I cry too. a lot in Thailand. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> he's a good dude, man, you know? He's a really good dude. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you've known him a while. He's, he's done a lot of good stuff. And, and the thing is, another thing about Dan is he'll do these things. I've seen him do them multiple times like well he'll do good deeds and he won't say anything and it'll go under the radar right um and then a lot of times when he catches hell about things like i'm not going to get into the whole like you know the, the arguments against dana and you have seen all that between yeah, the fighters and all this kind of stuff but um a lot of times when he does things that people will come against him for and and, and battle him about uh, a lot of those things aren't his fault like i've been there and and he could have easily debunked them and like he could easily like you know argue and explain it's not care. it's not my fault because of this reason but he just doesn't it's and a waste of his time to explain himself. but it's weird for me because i'm just like why don't you just tell him in my opinion I'm, in my mind i'm thinking like why don't you just tell him this this and this and then they'll understand and then they won't be so hard on you or they won't they won't say the things they're saying because then they'll be like oh wow okay that makes sense you know he just doesn't care well, also too not to do exact amounts or whatever but whenever he was paying for items around all around thailand i mean he was extremely overpaying so he made a lot of people's days yeah I mean, he, he's a good tipper yeah well, we can say that i think yeah, i think there's so. no secret in that yeah he's uh and then in thailand he's a really really good tipper oh because <laughs> yeah. yeah they're used to not getting tips at all Oof. so man i thought i tipped decent i wish i sold coconuts that's all i gotta say yeah but yeah, he spoiled yeah, our all stuff. around good guy so but it was and, and he's the, welcome back anytime by the way i told him that yeah he's yeah, yeah. He, he had a good impression on us so we'll, we'll invite yeah, him back he's all right he's pretty fun and and you know i'll say this too that uh aside from the top tim thing that was a huge huge beginning i mean that, that was a start to a great trip right there 
um, and then seeing her again at the fights and all that. We got to see some other stuff, some animals and and, and some some cool local activities and, and um, some of the most interesting places, I guess, around this area. But I will say I was super proud to bring him to AK Thailand. Oh, I bet. I mean, I've been telling him about the gym, sending him photos and videos, and he's been following it for four years since we started building, I guess, four, four and a half years. And uh, so he he's, he knows like how tough it's been to like to do it over here. And well, like when he came to me and said, "I'm so proud of what you've done," and you know, I'm like, "Look, hey, you know, nothing compared, to obviously, what you and you know the investors and all that have done." And it's just like I was proud. I was yeah. proud for you, you know. And it's the fact that I could just imagine how you were feeling. I mean, yeah, it was cool. He was real adamant about being happy for you. Yeah. So that that's really cool, you know. I mean, the guy's got two billion things he can do a day. Yeah, for him to spend pretty much the whole day. Over and he gave us the best review ever. Yeah, um, we'll have to play that yeah, video. Sure we'll play the video on the podcast right now. I'm here with the big boss man, no, Dana no, White. No, 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 no. I'm here with Mike Swick. We're here in AKA Thailand. I, this is my first time here. I've always wanted to come here. I know you want to come here. You can't fucking believe the place that this kid has built here. It's incredible. There's people here from all over the world. That Some people are just coming to buy t-shirts. Some people are coming to train. Some people are staying here for, for, for days and months in training. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. You have to come check out AKA Thailand. Wow. He did it. Thank you, man. Dude, thank you. He's being nice. He's being nice. But, uh, yeah, so he gave us a great review, and uh, he genuinely had fun, man. We, we showed him the whole facility, and he saw just kind of what I was trying to build. And he knew what I was trying to build, but I think he, he never got the full grasp of it until he was there walking on site. Well, nobody does. Even, like I said, the, my job, you know, obviously everybody knows that I do the emails and all that stuff. And when they actually show up and I send them pictures, nothing like, yeah. nothing until you see it in person. So for him to appreciate how, let me it. Let ask man. you this. How, how weird is it that at my mom's house, when was it? How long ago was it? 2008. God, 10 years ago. How do you know dates so well? I've been on so many with many women. That's not true. But I don't know. Just it's all the documentaries I watch. I, I equate so, it to when famous people If you people remember, die. we're staying up. It's like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. every single night. Going to Walmart. Going to Walmart, getting paper, getting pens. And we literally drew out. And, and not only were we doing the finances and, and, and budgeting and all this kind of stuff, we were drawing out the buildings and like all these things we had in our head. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was thinking about all this. I want to put this here and this here. And to see like that go from from napkins and paper it started with napkins then we went and got paper yeah we <laughs> <laughs> we moved up and got paper and then drew the crayons buildings and everything and then from that we went to a friend of a friend of a friend who had a cad program and you happened to be here for that yeah and we sat in the hotel room for like three days putting it on cad remember i drew the logo then and never we had to change the name of the gym yeah the old logo yeah we changed the name three times it happens yeah. but i still uh, got the shirts yeah and so then Why would you make shirts before you build a gym you were so excited i was so excited dude. i have all the shirts of the gyms so, that we yeah, never made yeah. <laughs> they're vintage so pointless it was cool though i was excited man yeah, and no, then and i had a t-shirt factory i still do so i was yeah. like I, I print everything are man. you talking about spartan screen printing located in san jose yeah okay <laughs> so spartanscreenprinting.com so uh anyway yeah so we we planned it all and then we and then we went to the CAD program with that the friend of a friend who could actually input all those those things and make buildings. Remember seeing it in three D. Then the we could see time? it in three D, yeah, and that, that was, was like cool. another wow. God, that was you know when that then was. Took, that was, dude. That's literally because remember I turned thirty three here. For that, so I just turned thirty eight. So that was five years ago, literally right around this time. Wow. Because I came for my birthday. Remember when I turned thirty three? Yeah. Which that was a fun night. <laughs> but um yeah it was uh five years ago almost to the day so that's crazy how it's come from that to, yeah to dana white bringing his family you know yeah and then from the cad to the architect the architect the building plans building plans the construction but yeah it's cool anyway long story short it was cool to have dana finally come on site and see see the gym and and, and man he was he was overwhelming. He said he'd never seen nothing like it. That's a, yeah. that's a, comp a huge compliment. And well, that the uh, the promo he does will speak for itself. You know. Yeah. So you'll. Yeah, we got some cool things coming up. And then uh, his kids you know, trained. It was nice. Yeah. So his kids are actually really good. Yeah. So I, mean, was, I guess when your was, father's the president of the UFC, it was cool watching his kids. You not only have seen did, a fighter did, did Dana too. come, but his kids trained yeah. at the gym, and, and they were working with some of our top trainers and. Uh, doing Muay Thai. One of his sons is a boxer, so he was doing more boxing. And, and what's cool is you'd figure, since he's such an elite guy, celebrity and all that stuff, he didn't care who else was at the gym. He just trained alongside everybody else. And like he didn't, oh, I need it shut down for, you know, he's not that yeah. kind of guy. 
so and everyone was, was harassed. Well, luckily yeah. we 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 timed it when it was the de- like the most deadest part of the day, yeah. and it was still a lot of people that came up. You know, well they heard he was coming, so yeah. Was, yeah. You know, once one Instagram post gets out, and we we were very very careful with like you know because we didn't want to yeah. let people know where we were going to be until we got there, and then his security detail is very good. You know, I mean he's he's like a president, like a like yeah. a legitimate president moving around. Well, he is of the UFC. I know, but I mean, he's like his security is like a real president. So that was cool, man. That was really cool. You know we're going to see him again soon. And we will. We're going to go to Perth. Luke Rockhold. Yeah. That Not turn. fighting Robert Whitaker though. No. Ah, it's kind of a shame. Romero. So that just got changed yesterday. I think that, I think that broke last night here in Thailand. Yeah. I think right when I went to bed, I, last thing I looked at on my phone and it was like, I didn't find out from Hob or anything yet. I found out from the internet. You think they know? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, they know. I talked to Luke today. Luke's, Luke's going to be on the podcast this week, so oh, stay another t- superstar. Yeah, another AKA guy. I know. I, I was I'm trying so to sick venture of talking was, to these big celebrities. I was trying to venture away from AKA guys for a little while, but they keep breaking the news, and they're they're well, they're fighting for titles and championships, producing champions, and then we'll go to other gyms. So know? yeah, I was talking to Luke. Uh, not only is Luke coming here after his fight, him, Bob Cook, Javier Mendez, the whole crew's coming after that fight. That should be fun. So they're going to be coming here. So we're going to shove them all in this, the studio and have like a, It'll be a, a crazy reunion. Because Javier and Luke have both been here before. So this will be yeah. Bob's first time. This will be our first time with the studio. Well, but God, is there enough room? So this is where we're going to have the whole like AK reunion of like kind of like how how it was coming up and like where we are now. And hopefully Luke has that shiny interim belt. God, if he brings that belt in here, I might steal Dude. it. <laughs> I might take it. It's oh, not man. the way you get a belt, Mike. I know, but that's the only way I'm going to get a belt. No, Mark. stop. Stop. But, I uh, almost bought you one at Walmart that night we were talking about. Yeah. A little plastic one. That was kind of a dick move on my part. But yeah. So, yeah. So, Luke's going to be on the podcast uh, via Skype this week to talk about the fight and just see how he's doing, see what he's been up to. Um, we're scheduling it right now. So, I, I'll... I'll I can't post exactly when we're going to have them on there, but we are going to do it this week. We're going to do another one this week. Uh, I'm pretty sure if we hit this million million view mark. Oh, my God. Our, our, our YouTube channel I can't is believe how much. right there at a million views almost. On January 23rd, this will air way before then, but on the 23rd, it'll hit exactly six months since the day we put the first chair in here, right? Yeah. We didn't even do a podcast yet, so yeah. it's, it's, since it's been six months in the making, we have a, <laughs> a lot. Only 15 podcasts. This is the 15th, yes. Yeah, so. I get we haven't been doing a lot of podcasts. We're going to change that now and just start doing like this, yeah. even if we have a guest or not. We've been trying to just get big guests and, and, and do that. Now we're going to start off strong. Yeah, now we're just going to start doing, uh, we've been doing recaps. So we're going to do recaps of the UFCs. We're going to do, um, obviously, our guests in studio, like Cody Garbrandt. Um, we're going to have our Skypes with like guys like Luke and, and whoever's in the news and, and, and wants to be on the podcast and um even though this isn't a news podcast it's more of a lifestyle podcast but it's new to me (laughs) yeah yeah but uh yeah so it's gonna be cool having luke here and uh well yeah so like i mean to touch back what you're saying as of right now what nine hundred and fifty six thousand, something like that views yeah so we're i think in a few i think within a week we'll hit a million Uh so we're gonna do the luke podcast that'll be one then we're gonna do a million views podcast just kind of recap a little bit of of what we've done in the first some highlights That'll be the 16th or 17th episode, 17th probably. Um, and we'll definitely do a recap of of that fight when it, when that comes up. Yeah, with DC fighting. And then DC's fighting next. On the Another AK fight. Yeah. Another championship fight. And then we got Habib. So, yeah. I, man, I, I'm, I know it seems like I'm really biased, but yeah. like <laughs> all the major stars right now are AKA. What, what can we do? I mean, Habib, look at this fight with uh, Romero. Oh my God, Romero, Jesus, Barboza, what am I talking about? I'm still stuck on the Luke fight. Uh, Barboza, man, that was a phenomenal fight. And you know, I said it before, but like, man, it's very rare that you see a fight where it's a 10-8 round and and you're basically telling them, you're basically looking at the guy who's losing and saying he's doing everything right. And he's impressive. He's landing those kicks from short distances. Like Khabib was coming in and closing the distance so fast and he was still getting that leg kick off. Spinning heel kick, he was still getting it off. So, I mean, he was doing everything right, but just it wasn't enough, well, man. Like I said, you even discussed it. We had uh, some other big-name UFC personalities come in and discuss it with them, and they said the same thing, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's never been done before, so. I will say I had a little discussion with Dana um, on this trip. It's nothing like a secret or anything, but um, in my opinion, I didn't think, I didn't think Conor McGregor would fight uh, Khabib. 
I tell everyone that. I don't tell everyone that. I just share my opinion of Who that. Who would now? Because I don't think, and I, and I, I mean, I may, may have, Dana may have changed my opinion, but I wouldn't have thought uh, Connor would ever fight Khabib. I, I think his best fight is Ferguson. He has the interim belt. It just makes sense that he gets that fight, makes his money, tries to win, hopefully gets a win, and then you know, can, I just can, hope can make a, his big payday. A fan standpoint, it, it doesn't go on like that. What is that boxing crap? What it was Mayweather and Pacquiao, where it was nine years and then. No, no, no. It's gonna I, mean, have I know to it won't fast. go that long. I know, but I, mean, I, I just want to hurry up and start and go. Like I'm sick of just talking about it. But I, I, I mentioned, it. I mentioned the whole thing with Khabib, and I was just like, man, you know, Connor's not going to fight Khabib, and that, that's the big fight. That's the fight everybody wants to see, man. Yeah. There's no doubt that's the fight people want to see, and they, he can't just jump ahead of, of Ferguson because that's just, I mean, he, they both have belts. They have to fight, but that's the fight everybody wants to see. But uh, Dana said, man, he said that uh, that Connor would fight anyone, and I mean, he was steadfast in that. So, I mean, he knows Connor better than I do. I mean, he's yeah. hung out with Connor a lot more. So, Connor, I mean, and I have all the respect in the world for Connor. I don't think he of has course. a chance against beating Khabib, but I have all the respect in the world for someone like Connor, man. He's done an amazing job with his career. Um, he's talked the talk, he's backed it up, he's fought everyone. And, and I do kind of, after hearing Dana say that and just kind of looking at his career, I do believe he'll fight anyone. I mean, he's just that type of guy that. Yeah. He'll put but it on now the line. it's got to be for an extremely amount of a uh, lot of money. You know what I mean? So it's that's what I'm worried about, man. I'm really worried that like he's going to over. I mean, I got not overprice himself. But I'm saying he's going to he's going to want too much, and it might not work out. And then we never get to see this fight. Yeah, because I exactly. do want to see. I mean, of course, I want to well, see. The, like I said, the Pacquiao Mayweather. Yeah, I want to see the Ferguson nine hundred million. And I was like, come on. Man. I mean, I want to see him fight Ferguson. That'd be fine too. And uh, I think Khabib just said he would fight someone else. I think I think Khabib just said he would fight Alvarez. I think Khabib will fight just for the plane ride. Yeah. I don't think he cares about money. But I, mean, he, I think he just said he'll fight Alvarez just to wait. Like the dude's a machine. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care, man. So he's going to he's going to take a fight with a tough opponent with Alvarez uh if Connor fights uh, Ferguson and then he'll wait and fight the winner of that. But I just hope, man. I really really hope it happens. I'm really any scared it's not going to happen. Champions right now? Seems like every weight class is an interim champion too. There's a lot. It's like, come on. There's just a lot of weird things happening, yeah. you know. It happens. I mean, like Whitaker getting injured. I mean, that's just a freak thing. And you know, hats off that they're making this an interim championship because Luke now has a chance to be an interim champion again, at least. Romero's a beast, though. Man. And, and I, don't awesome. know, I love Rockhold. I'm yeah. pulling for him 100. percent But I would almost rather him fight Whitaker. They fought a lot of the same guys, which is interesting. Yeah, they beat them all to each other. And, so. and obviously, and this uh, fight makes sense. I get it. I mean, but, Rockhold had a little bit more submission game submission victories over these guys but it would have been nice to go into perth have an ak yeah ak guy beat uh an australian guy for the you know for the title yeah but it'll still be fun and i will yeah. say i do like whitaker oh great i think guy, he's a good yeah. guy you know but i mean luke's my boy you know what mm -hmm. i mean so whoever luke fights man it doesn't matter got a lot of history with him i love luke but uh yeah, it's going to be a different fight, man. You know, and the thing is, I, I think with his fight against Bisping being caught like that, I have to assume that, that Romero's game plan is going to be to catch him. He's going to try and land that punch. And, man, he's done it time and time again. He's knocked out 10 of 10, of, not gonna submit 10 of his Luke. 12 wins are knockouts. Yeah. It's not going to be a submission. No. And no one's going to, I don't think, submit Luke. I think Luke will submit him, though. That's my theory. Uh, yeah. And he's going to have a better gas tank. He's going to outwork him. I think he can stay on the outside and start in a short camp. So, yeah. Technically, you know, I'm sure if he, if he does the camp right and, and he goes out there and fights the right fight, he, I think he's going to win this fight pretty handily. It'll be fun as long as he just avoids his big shots. But when you're fighting a powerhouse like that, any second, man, it could change yeah. everything. Yeah, so it's going to be a really good fight, and uh, can't wait to see it. Yeah, and that that's. I'm excited to go because, like, we've been here for so long, man. We've been swamped at the, at the gym. We, it's yeah, been we high had to sneak away to Singapore for the Holly Holm fight. Yeah, for your birthday. But how cool is it gonna be to go to Australia for Luke? I've never been to Australia, man. Oh, well, you've never been? No, that's right, you haven't. I feel like I've carried you everywhere. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know we were going that route. <laughs> well, had you fought more than once every six years, I could have gone to more of your fights. I know, I never fought in Australia. I've it's been there a much. few times. Is that too much? No. Hey, 15 what, fights still. Well, this is the first fight ever in Perth, though, huh? So Is it? It is, huh? Yeah, I think... Uh, They've been pushing our, for getting boy, it legalized uh, there, right? Soa, or something? Soa was pretty instrumental in that, apparently. Is he? Getting oh, that, yeah, uh, getting the... Getting the, the, the licensing or whatever, the commission to agree. So he'll be there. Obviously, some other AK favorites, Mark Hunt. Yeah. He's fighting that night. I wonder uh, how early Luke's going. I got to talk to Hoff. It might be worth coming to AK Thailand for a little while, you know? 
Who? On his way in. Luke? Yeah. I don't know what the time difference is between California and Australia. If well, it would, I don't know if here, it would help to go to, to Thailand for maybe a week or two. And then, here it's a six-hour difference between here and Australia. I believe per. So it's, it's not as far, though. No, no, no. So I'm yeah. saying like it might be worth coming for Instead like of being a, a, a week or two to finish up his a, camp. Yeah. He's, ask. Oh, he, but he's also training with uh, some other people as well, so I don't know. It's kind of tough, kind of last minute for us to yeah. get him in. But, I mean, he'll come afterwards. You know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a cool trip, though, man. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Man. You've been here. How long have you been to Thailand? Or how long have you been in Thailand on this trip? This time, without going back to the U.S., one year and four days. Wow. I've been here, seems like, forever. I don't think I've ever been here an entire year. No, you haven't. I think, I, I think you got me on that one, buddy. Well, like I said, besides the Singapore two-day trip or three-day trip, I haven't left Thailand soil. <laughs> I don't even know if there's still beaches around here. So much work at the old AKA, you know? Yeah. Getting busy, so it's good. You know, don't get me wrong. So it'd be nice to get away for, how long are we going for? Two, three months? <laughs> yeah. Five days. Five days. All right, shit. I had to ask. You know. Five days. This is going to be a good fight. Be good to run in Ty's fight in the night? Yeah. I think we can get him on here. Ty. T- Ty Tiavusa, Tiavasa, however yeah. people want to say it. Uh, he fought one time in the UFC, and it was a flying knee knockout against a guy from Texas. Mark Hunt fighting. Mark Hunt fighting. Um, they're, uh, fuck, I can't remember the other guy's name. They're cousins fighting. That's just a bunch of, you know, obviously, a bunch of Australian fighters. Yeah. So. And we got a shout out to, uh, not to name drop, but thanks, Nick Netanui. Yeah. For giving me a place to stay. He's an old podcast. Alum. He's actually a really funny guy if y'all go back and Yeah, go back and watch, watch that. That was a good podcast it was and it really didn't get good. a lot of views. It's because, so if those who haven't seen it, Nick Netanui is a superstar AFL player, Australian rules football. He's like super fan. When he came yeah. here Dude, and we went out, he couldn't people went crazy. Feet. Yeah. So it's a really funny, good podcast. You know, it talks about, and we don't even talk about AFL because we don't know anything about it. Yeah, you know, but um, you know, it was just a good stories and good. You know, we had some. There's some good tales in there. You know, if you yeah, if you want to kind of know what it's like to hang out with us in Thailand, that's a great one to watch. Yeah, that is or that listen is to good. because we took uh, Natanui out and and hit the town and we. I think that was one of our better conversations we've had as far as like our time spent in Thailand yeah. together. So that was, was a good. good. One. He was only here a week. Too. So, so if you can go back and check that one out, I don't know what episode that was. I have no idea, but it was. A few, you guys, how are y'all ago. not watching the outtakes? He's really, really offended, guys. I had some really good damn jokes on that shit. I make fun of O.J. Simpson. That's always good. Yeah, but man, they were harsh. Who cares? And very controversial. Oh no, they're not. But he's really offended. Nobody thinks O.J. Simpson like oh NFL Hall of Famer. They think his post career what he did. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe I touched on that a little bit. Did. Yeah. Allegedly. But, yeah, he's really offended that you guys haven't watched our outtake video. <laughs> I think you are, too, for bringing it back up. No, but for some reason, nobody's wanting to watch uh, it. And it is actually really funny. I'll be yeah, honest. That's, it, that's it's when funny. I'm dressed. It's, it's a little controversial, and uh, it's a little over the top, I'll be honest. But, but I, after, after hey, two months, I, I went ahead and posted it because you just kept on and How on good did we look in that, though? On. How good did we dress in that thing? We dressed we sharp. We looked sharp. Man. Yeah, we did dress sharp. Woo. Well, you guys are missing out. We dressed like it was the prom, but then we just laugh like hyenas with prom. dumb jokes. Now I know why I didn't go to prom with, or not with you, but, you know, as a group. Because I dressed too nice. No, it's because you were in, Don't, uh, You can't make fun of my style now, bro. Why not? You just can't. Oh, God. Can't All right, for fun. those who haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> yeah, start. I am. Don't I, start. I, I'm proud of you, man. Look, if I did something, no matter how... Oh, homosexual gosh. it is you'd be well <laughs> you'd still be proud of me but i will say uh esquire magazine came and did a photo shoot with you that was pretty impressive but i will say it was it was due to the fact of ak it was a feature on ak it thailand doesn't matter. who cares and fashion mixed who cares it wasn't necessarily just if fashion. ava mendez wanted to hang out with me for a weekend just because of ak thailand <laughs> tough shit yeah. who cares the reasoning it still happened it happened. I mean, the magazine is already out. We actually just got it. Can we, can, we, can we put a picture of you right here? <laughs> no. No, you don't do that? No. Damn it. We just got the magazines in, though. So that's cool. It was a, they did like a four-page spread on AK Thailand and and the whole story kind of behind the build and uh, the day-to-day operations. How many magazines did you get? They sent me a bunch. You you saw. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah, we should have gotten over there. Anyway. She said there was a box of them or something. Yeah, so. But, uh. 
and then they put me in all kinds of cool fashion so some high class stuff yeah it was fun it was fun like i said still i mean you know that's cool how many people can say that i just want to say for the, for the record though for how many months now you've been making fun of me for uh fucking those skinny jeans for, man because you've been making fun of my fashion for like this guy wears skinny jeans for a week and a half and then esquire magazine hey will you do a photo shoot god i was so pissed in a week and a half but that's what you get that's karma tops that's karma for making fun of your boy they can look back and see when you switch i don't want to dress like i dress in high school dude you got to keep up with the times and we're kind of in europe so we got to have that euro kind of style kind of in europe well sort of we're in asia yeah but the people who come here let me get you a primarily map. European. I'm going to sneak a Russian in one of your magazines. And Russian is just as stylish as uh, is European. In fact, I base my style on on, on Russia more than well, anywhere you're wearing else. Adidas nonstop. Adidas tracksuits? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not new Russians, brother. Gopniks? No, yeah, not the Gopniks. Eh, they're nice people, though. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway. Yeah, so having to, uh, after making fun of me for two months. See, I told you because I went months. to Russia and I, I and I got you know, some new clothes, got my new style and everything, and and he just made fun of me so bad. I couldn't believe it. And then the whole it, time, and then when Esquire showed up, oh, that man, there was nothing worse on, in Mark's life than having to sit there to and eat watch my words. Esquire do a photo shoot. I even jumped in on some of the photos just to yeah. piss you off in my old style, off, dude. That's good. Nah, I know they still. cut him. Yeah, no, I'm not in the magazine. <laughs> they left that out. <laughs> they were just being nice, but. Eh, what can you do but no that's cool man a lot of things happening you know it's a success of the gym man like i said it started out as a dream and uh it's just it's it's it it just shows you that you just push forward man and it was all a dream now you read esquire magazine (laughs) are you trying to (laughs) nice dana white and marpa guess all up in the limousine okay okay shit man i I should rap on this more often you should you should yeah nobody you you have bars bro (laughs) been behind bars but yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, if you haven't seen his uh, behind the bar story, it's at twenty thousand views right now. Is it really? Yeah, it's it's one to watch. Uh, I try not to relive that. Mark Bogutsky's prison story, Thai prison story. Wow. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So man, it's it's great to see the success of the gym, and uh, I know we talk about the gym a lot, but this is what we're doing here. You know, I mean, and this hey, is why man. we have the guests we 70, have seventy, eighty hours a week. Yeah, and, and it's just it's, there. It's uh it's growing fast man we're getting a lot of people there so definitely want to shout out to the gym akthailand.com check out our social media um mike obviously as well spartan screenprinting.com spartan screenprinting.com starfish concept who mm-hmm. set up the esquire shoot and it's doing a lot of pr marketing for myself and for the gym um in, in june so she's shout doing out a to lot the clothes you're wearing too yeah those are uh those are pretty snazzy am i saying that right is that why i, I don't wear them because that's not a right word yeah <laughs> so w- what about the the skinny jeans okay so so we got mark some skinny jeans oh, yeah we didn't but some of the guys at the gym doug in. our old cameraman and uh yeah he pitched in and bought mark some skinny jeans and our yoga instructor and you tried reason. them on dude what happened why'd you go back to the high school jeans oh because they were skinny jeans yeah but that's what you're supposed to wear yeah bro. okay really if people start wearing bras tomorrow i'm not gonna do it just because I look like an idiot in those skinny jeans. You look sharp, bro. I'm 6'5". You Tall wear, men do not use But you wear, wear pink shirts with yellow stitching and blue buttons. First of all, that's salmon and mauve. All right. So salmon. Yeah. It's, well, it's not pink. <laughs> oh, my bad. My yeah. bad. Okay. So you wear salmon shirts. White Zinfandel is what the... And what about your yellow shirt? You look like amazing. a banana. Why are you so jealous, dude? I'm just saying, how, how can you... You have so much style from the waist up. But then from the waist down, it's just like you just, ugh. You, just <laughs> you just give up. It's like you put a you put a nice shirt on, you look in the mirror, look, you know I've got nice, and then slacks. you just like eh, that's when the enough. VIPs come in, you know I, I wear nice slacks and all that stuff. But just as far as jeans go, I don't need them to cut off my circulation in my ankles. There's no reason for that. I don't They're have not a skateboard. That tight, bro. Yeah, they are. You don't have to get. Well, they got you a little bit more skinny than usual. Yeah, they look to, like <laughs> you look a flamingo walking around. I look like I was going to do the luge. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the pants they wear in the Louvre yeah, in the Olympics? Yeah, I get it. They're real tight, Mike. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just, it's not my thing, man. I mean, I, you know, and thank you very much to those who bought me those. But um, I just spent all their hard earned money on that, dude. Uh, not my problem. And you weren't for like five minutes. Then back to your high school jeans. They're not high school jeans, dude. Yeah, they are, bro. They shouldn't be that. Dude, Let's talk about your high school. You shouldn't days. be able to fit two legs whoa, in whoa, one whoa, pant. What did you wear to high school first week? First week of high school or uh, high school you with you? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no
How much time do we have left? Sergeant uh, Michael Timothy Swick over here. That's what Mask used to call me. Is that what you're talking about? Time Did he know you were in a... No, he didn't. He, he didn't just, know you were in R.O. Mask just thought I looked Mike like Mike was a, in... Hold on, no stuff. <laughs> you were in oh, R.O.T.C. Embarrass my time. All well, right. Oh, fuck, dude. Um, you've given me some weird excuses and I don't care. Um, I'm going to give you some more now. I'm I don't sure. give a shit. You were in R.O.T.C. So we were all gonna go hang out one night <clears throat> we're all met at school and i'm not i'm not bagging on rotc no, no, making not, excuses. Not, but kind of. it just you know i mean it's it is what it is you were wearing a uniform and i wasn't wearing I a wasn't. uniform yeah you were i don't think i ever wore the uniform i think you did no in my in okay, my let memory, me explain what did. happened let me explain this how this happened okay so i'm from small town texas Yeehaw. i'm a texas boy and i grew up on a farm in a ranch and I broke horses. Yeah. In Brenham? Yeah. That's a ranch. Where I, where I went to. Yeah. It was one horse. It was a, yeah, but we had like a. breaking horse. It's not like you were in the plains in West Texas and <laughs> cowboy hat and ranch. dusters. You had one horse. Dude, but in, in Katy, we had a huge ranch. I never saw the Katy one. We had like 70, 70 horses. Not all ours, but people that, that, that boarded the horses at our barn. And then in Brenham, we had, we had like probably five, five horses there. And it was like a 12 stall barn. And uh, yeah, so I grew up picking stalls, breaking horses, living in the country. What is breaking horses? Do you don't even <laughs> know that? sexual. We never, we never talked about this. I'm from Houston, man. I, we had cars and air conditioning and running water. Oh, yeah? I didn't get that till later in life. Yeah, I don't know what a breaking a horse is. Okay, so breaking a horse is when... How did I not know this? Okay, so horses don't... <laughs> you don't just jump on a horse naturally and go... And it just trots off into the <laughs> sunset. <laughs> it's just, that doesn't happen. You first get on the horse and it bucks the shit out of you for like 30 minutes and tries to kill you. It bucks? Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, okay, absolutely. I'd make sure there's a bee in there. Horses naturally do not like you sitting on top of them. Really? Absolutely. So first you halter break them. So you put a halter, which is the headgear, right? I can't believe we're talking about this. And you, you We're going to lose so many viewers. You turn them around. This is interesting. You turn them around until they walk in bigger circles, big, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they finally walk them. And then you have to get on the horse. Somebody has to get on the horse, and they have to just ride it till it stops bucking. And that was me. So you would just ride wild horses? I would have to. I'd have to get I on. met you when you were 16. Were you nine doing this? Yeah, probably. So I would have to get, they'd saddle the horse. I'd have to get on the horse, and I'd ride it until it quit bucking, or I'd fall off and I'd get back on. And then eventually it would stop bucking, and then you start, you know, riding the horse. <laughs> you have to break a horse, dude. I'm telling you. So that's what I did. Long story short, so small town Texas boy, I moved to Clear Lake, which is a lot more like a city. Yeah, city folks. Yeah, right. I dropped my accent. It's where the police officers not also the guy that cuts hair. A little different from where you're. And he doesn't wear a sheriff's badge. <laughs> <laughs> or chaps so had four names yeah so Bob uh, it's a little more city folks in the uh the clear lake area region of texas and i dropped my accent so i could fit in with you guys you, you boys accent i dropped it yeah no fucking way see you never even knew that's how good i dropped oh, it dude the second God. i moved to the city i was a city boy dude i was i dropped that accent of course i grew up in the country how do i not know this because i dropped my accent <sighs> We're gonna I grew, do a whole podcast. The, I wasn't the only guy in the country that didn't have, or, or that yeah, that didn't have an accent. Let's let's do a whole podcast about shit. I didn't so know anyway, long story short, so I'm looking at. I go to high, so I transfer from Katie, and Katie didn't have ROTC or anything like that, and, and we had football, and I was doing all that stuff, and then I transferred from Katie to Clear Lake, and <laughs> I'm looking at the courses, and there's a course there, and it's called uh, ROTC. Never heard of it before, but I wanted to be in the military, right? So before fighting, of course. I got into fighting to make myself a better fighter so I could be in the military and be in special forces and go be like Chuck Norris, you know. That was like my, my goal at the time. And uh, so there was, a, there was a course, ROTC, and it was like learn about the military and, and shoot guns. And it was, it was everything that I was like, oh, yeah, hardcore, you know. And then I showed up the first day, and it wasn't so hardcore. It was, it was, what? It was a little different than I thought. It, was, it wasn't the military type of people that I expected. And... Uh, and I will say, there, you know, I'm not here to bag on the ROTC because there are some um, guys that were in the ROTC that went on to military Absolutely. and service. Absolutely, West Point, and then they go on. Well, yeah, on, I'm talking sure. about guys from at least in my school that I know, yeah. or our school. And uh, But you bag on me about it. Well, yeah, of course. Dude, all you do is make fun of How me. How long so, did it take me to get out of there, though? Like super fast. And I years, got back to football. Years. Oh, stop. I, I was only clear like two years. Late at night saying, I just want to go back to ROTC. Stop, dude. Stop, I think we were dude. 25. I was like, dude, we're not in high school, high school. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Still crying, huh? Still like I miss ROTC. Oh my god! From ROTC okay. to the UFC, now to AKA. Look at you go! Buddy. I'll take it, dude. I'll take it. Hey, it was. It's all part of the journey, bro. So anyway, yeah. And I got in football, and uh, I met you. And uh, you're welcome. You weren't so cool, but you know. I'm sorry. One thing I learned about ROTC was respect, and uh, I was like, I give this guy a chance, you know. And, I introduced uh, you to every single person you hung out with in high school. Yeah. Except one, the guy that introduced us. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, J.B. Mulvaney. Yeah. Oh. God bless him. But well, I'm glad that I shaped your future. I'm glad that you I brought that up. where you would be right now if you never met me. You'd probably be fighting like... I'd probably be so successful. You are successful. No, I'd, I'd With be... my help. <laughs> <laughs> well it looks like i'm not going to get rid of you either way so yeah. i don't I don't think there's no what ifs that need to be asked i signed a work permit with you so i'm stuck it's, here it's full time well cool man well i want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast and we kind of got off topic there a little bit but i think that that's what fun. a podcast is right yeah. you get to know each nice. other a little bit now everybody I can't knows believe i got to know you on this podcast i was sergeant swick in high school so uh I don't know if you were But it, it is weird that Mask and the Tap Out crew also said I looked like a G.I. Joe when I got in the UFC. So they called me Sergeant Swick. A G.I. Joe. That's what they said. They said, man, you look like some kind of like your jawline. You look like a G.I. Joe. And so it was Sergeant Swick, Mask. Your Re- jawline. Rest in, rest in peace to him as well. Oh, yeah. He, he's, man, he was one of the greatest guys, dude. Honestly, he was seriously one of the greatest guys. Super cool, super hardworking. One of the co-founders of Tap Out and... uh Man, it was great hanging out. I knew him since the WC days, way before. I, so they were I, selling uh, stuff out of, the out of their cars. Yeah, they were selling tap out clothes out of their cars. Then they got a, eventually got a van. You just talked to Skyscraper the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scrape, oh, scraper just messaged me. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't. Shit. It's I've crazy, man. It's crazy. But yeah, he used to call me Sergeant Swick because I look like a GI Joe. He said. Yeah, that's and weird. he played it up all the time. Yeah, it was cool, man. He was a great guy. Always made you feel good, and he would never. Uh, he would never hang up from the phone. A little fun story, fun fact about uh, Mask, Charles Mask Lewis. He would never, ha- he would never just say goodbye and hang up. So in the middle of the conversation, so you just had to hang up on him. No, in the middle of the conversation, when and, and everybody who knows Mask can can relate to this and they'll appreciate this. But in the middle of the conversation, as it starts winding down, where you know you're about to go, yeah. he'll say "swig," click. Oh, yeah. He had to be the one to hang up. And it would never end. Like it would never be like, okay, talk to you later, see you, bye. That whole like awkward thing. Yeah. He just forgot about just that. Avoided just all avoided that, all that. So as it was winding down, yeah. like, okay, I'll be at the UFC and I'll see you there. And he's like, Swick. It's a good technique. Yeah. Not bad, right? Because then I'm stuck like, I felt like he got me. Like, oh, fuck. He got me. I just want to call him back. I wanted to call him back. So I'm like <laughs> sitting there like, should I call him back? And then be, as soon as the answers go, mask and then hang up or what? But Nah, you got to let him have that. I let him have it, dude. Poor guy, man. Rest in peace, like I said, mm-hmm. to, to Mass, man. He's an amazing individual who built, helped build one of the biggest brands in, in the sport, man, at the time when it was the toughest. And they did it from the, the, the they grinded, bro. I think we they should do it because you know, a lot of people ask on the podcast, tell like more like, I don't want to say intimate or personal stories, but stuff like, I think like we just did. Yeah. We don't have to have UFC top level guys every time, huh? No. Maybe we do this a few times for. Just have some fun. Yeah, just for the viewers out there. If they want. Tell embarrassing stories about me and. Well, I don't have any about me. Oh. I didn't do a thing wrong. Next podcast, brother. Dude, I was in gifted and talented programs. They asked me to skip fifth grade. I got an art scholarship when I was nine. Uh, it's weird. Did you graduate? Yes. Oh, early. Oh, you did. Early. You got From your college. diploma. From college. You got your diploma, huh? No. Well, what happened that time the, the teacher came by and asked about your test when you, were in, when you were in school? What happened then? Let's go how many? How long do we have? What happened when... Uh, when they were passing out the tests and, and someone that I well, know didn't study. And uh, I just she came by and asked you why you weren't doing the test. I was like, because I didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, uh, you know, if you don't take this test, you're going to fail the course. And I was like, it's ah, kind of a risk I'm willing to take. Which was you funny, know? I'll admit. Yeah, was, everybody at laughed. At the time, that was pretty funny. Until she kicked me out. But and that, I did fail the course, but I didn't need it. It was bullshit. That, didn't coinc- that doesn't coincide with your whole gifted and talented thing. Yeah, so. it does. No need to lie to these people, dude. I will bring my report card on here. I still have it. Mm. All right. All right. Well, anyway, we'll wrap this up. I know we've had you guys for a while. We don't give too much at one time. We have 22 years of history and a lot of funny stories. Um, 
But I want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in and yes. for following us. We are about to hit a million views. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. That's a lot of views. I was looking at like the minutes watched on. Oh, it's like I, I 11 like years. At, yeah, I like looking at really? the analytics on uh, on YouTube, how many minutes has been watched and like which videos. It's crazy. And the subscribers too. Like it seems 3, like 3,600 subscribers already. Last month you had, you choked me out. It seems it's like going by so fast, man. So thank you guys for all the comments. Please comment yes. on this video. This is a podcast. This isn't a, a, a mini cast. So we will give away free training on this podcast. So leave a comment. We will pick one comment um, on before the next show or during the next show. And we will write your name at the top and say congratulations. And, and I'm going to read them out on here. So Yeah, and we're going to go back all the podcasts. If you haven't been picked yet or there has been a podcast, we're doing that tonight. We're gonna check, make sure every single podcast that we've done has a winner. You win a free package to AK Thailand. Um, so you can come in, train, it's gonna be amazing. And maybe in the podcast room, we might bring yeah. you in here. So uh, thanks for the comments, thanks for the feedback, thanks for uh, everything, I yeah. really appreciate it. It's, it's been, been a lot uh, of fun, Yeah, first six months. Yeah, not bad, huh? Yeah. We just gotta keep it up, and we're starting to now, we're gonna try yeah. to do two and three this week, but. Uh, think about it, in six months from now, we'll be winning Emmys and shit. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. But we're trying. I may forget about it. We're trying to have fun. I know. You would. I just want to say this for the record, that if if this thing ever gets huge, he's totally going to forget about me. (laughs) Yeah. If he ever gets an opportunity to go somewhere else. Start my own. Real quick without Mike Swick. Yeah. And he'd do that in a second. 22 Uh, years. 23 now. Bringing this guy 2018. And he'd be gone like this. I would never do Anyway, thank you guys. Uh, Leave a comment. um, Share. Subscribe. And uh, we got a lot of good guests coming up. Like I said, Luke Rockhold's coming on this week. So that'll probably be posted at the worst case next Monday, but maybe Friday. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll be doing another podcast between that uh, that time and now. So we'll have three podcasts within the next eight eight to 10 days. So I'm down. We're catching up, man. We're catching up. We're getting the hang of this. Yeah, It's getting fun. We've just been swamped with high season here in Thailand, but we're definitely going to make time for this. Sounds good. I'm with you. All right, so thanks for viewing, guys. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you next time. Gotta end it like this, you know that? Why do you always have to make the noise? I like the noise. It was like, <sighs> I know. You're gonna leave me hanging, dude? Oh, now we're. I'm never gonna do a noise. Never? Anyway, bye, guys. With